This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, Jay Gill? Um, what's up is that James Harden is 3-10 and 10, uh, in his last 13 meetings against the Lakers. That's what's up. That's, that's a pretty brilliant stat right there. Yeah. Uh, in other words, I ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what else is up? A bunch of people on Twitter thinking that um, I'm the, the real Luke Walton and, <laughs> and getting mad. But that you haven't changed your Twitter handle. <laughs> They're like, he's a king now, man. Why, why is he at why Luke Walton Why is it still Laker? at Luke Walton Laker? <laughs> It's awesome. Uh, for oh, those of gosh. you tuning in for the first time, I am a Luke Walton. I may not be the Luke Walton, but depending on who you ask, I might be. I mean, for me, you're the Luke Walton. Exactly. We got, yeah. we got a little moral ambiguity here. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in and invite you to subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast app, Amazon Music, Audible, or wherever you get your pods. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with your friends and throw us a comment on iTunes or whatever. That is the best way for us to grow. And check us out on social media at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. You'll find our links there. Thank you, Luke. Uh, Laker fam. This is going to be a little freewheeling tonight. Luke's in a new setting. Mm-hmm. I've had a few drinks. It's a Friday night. So let's get weird. Uh, Luke, in, in, that, in that vein, <laughs> in or out, Fernando Tatis Jr. signing a 14-year, $340 million extension with the San Diego Padres. <laughs> so in. 14 years of Tatis, baby. Yeah, well, for, for those of you that are like, why the hell are they starting with that on a Lakers podcast? Uh, John, John and I are both from San Diego. With the uh, Lakers being the only um, Southern Californian team, naturally you want to root for the Lakers growing up because there's no alternative. Yes. There's no other no. choice but to root for the Lakers. Maybe if there was another professional basketball team in Southern California, it, I'd, exactly. I'd think about it. Exactly. But... I'd be open. To I can't it. cheer for like a minor league team. No, or something. no, that's exactly. Cool. That's just weird. I mean, like if there yeah. was ever a team that like played in San Diego at any point, um, like maybe I like a pro pro basketball team that played in San Diego left San Diego. I'd be open to it, um, but that yeah. unfortunately that just doesn't exist. So Lakers, yeah, <laughs> Lakers so. since day I was <laughs> it was born. Look, I just know you like co opting this into a baseball podcast. Yeah. So uh, I just decided to slip this in here like before it. you had a chance to do that. I okay? like it. I like it. Uh, my before sticks. you made this a Dodgers podcast, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pulled this in. <laughs> Officially for 2021, we're a Padres <laughs> adjacent podcast. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, obviously, we're both in on that. Very happy about yeah, this. Yeah, it's awesome. Happy for uh, back to basketball uh, and the Lakers. Luke, in or out? The NBA Finals, according to, I don't know, Charles Barkley and Stephen A. Smith and others, mm. seem to be taking place over the next four weeks mm. between the Lakers and Nets. <laughs> uh, yeah, in. <laughs> You're in? I'm in. <laughs> I mean, look, man, these, these takes are ridiculous. Like... Anthony Davis is out for for they said three to six weeks. They came back today and said four weeks. And people are crowning the Nets. I'm sorry. When did the finals get rescheduled for March? You know why? You know why? 
because we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, dog piss. So like, you gotta yeah, drum fair. it up and be like, "Oh, this matters." It clearly doesn't matter. If it matters, both teams would have tried harder. Like, wait, wait, okay, wait. Before... I I actually have a I have a theory here. Okay. There's only like six or seven games left in the schedule because they haven't released the second half of the schedule. What do you think the odds are that Charles Barkley just doesn't realize there's a second half of the season still to be played? I love it. That's a great take. That's a great take. Yeah. Yeah. Half the analysts are like, the season's almost over. There's no, there's no playoffs this year. We're just, I mean, they're already doing straw polls for MVP and stuff. Like it's over. Which which is kind of crazy. But then again, LeBron, um, LeBron. Yeah. I, wait, I mean, what, I think the. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. What, what did Embiid score today? I, I just saw that you sent me a text saying Embiid. He had his first fifty-point game, I believe. Oh. So all I know is you and I are playing in fantasy basketball tonight, yes. and Embiid scored me hundred and two points. Oh my god! And and as our listeners will know, I have Anthony Davis on my team. Yes. So I was expecting to lose to you this week. Yes. But Embiid might might pull me. And I have Jimmy Butler, who had like three back-to-back-to-back triple-doubles this week. The stars yeah. are aligning for me to defeat you, my friend. Comeback kid. Despite Comeback losing kid. my number one overall pick. No, let, 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 me, let me take it back. So, uh, yeah, the, I, I, was, I just said in on that to mess with you and, and get you riled up a little bit. <laughs> obviously, obviously, like, these games don't matter. They, they just don't, don't matter. And we still have a pretty good record. It, it, like, the games extra don't matter because of the non-expanded rosters, which we should have at this point. I feel like there has been enough, mm. like, you, there, we should get another two roster spots for every team just because of COVID. It's kind of getting ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I especially if you just look at where we are in terms of the standing and the way that the season is ebbing and flowing for everybody, I'm not worried. Um, but the MVP race, I actually think that there's some merit and I know that this is going to rile up Alex to talking about it this early, just because there's such good candidates. There's actually really good candidates. Yeah. And usually, you know, there's, there's like some parody or some, somebody that's kind of pulling ahead. Like, like Giannis last year was kind of obvious that he was going to get it again. Uh, but it kind of feels like it has the remnants of uh, Russ's MVP year where you kind of talk about it the whole year. Like, does he deserve it? Mm. Harden looks really yeah. good too. Like, you know, it's got, it's got, it's got a lot of good storylines and a lot of great players. So I, I kind of see why it started this early and it's something to talk about. Look, let's, let's continue to dance around the Davis conversation here, but yeah. with him out for four weeks, that's a month of LeBron getting to I know. basically say like, even without AD, I'm going to keep this team in contention. And it's a pretty strong case. It is. And that's why I thought, I thought that Nets game was going to be more competitive um, mm. because I thought that it was going to be like a big, like this is, I, I do think this is kind of the, the moment that LeBron could t- run away with it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think that that's going to keep our record pretty good just considering he doesn't want to miss games. I think that's no, I mean, Look, so uh, the, in my mind, here, here's the thing about the Nets game. Yeah. Just real quick. Yeah. Uh, if Schroeder doesn't get pulled from our mm-hmm. roster an hour before game time, mm-hmm. I would give much more weight to the outcome of that of game, despite Anthony Davis being out, because Kevin Durant was out. Like mm-hmm. both teams are missing one of their elite players. So I think there's still some, something to be said there. Given the fact that we game planned for them and then an hour before the game had our, you know, starting point guard, mm-hmm. probably like third best offensive player at the moment, mm-hmm. pulled, 
it just doesn't matter anymore, right? Yeah. Like it's like it's literally a pickup game at that point. Yeah. For our guys. Yeah. So no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Losing Schroeder, not having Schroeder and AD does kind of especially against an elite team, which I'll And finding you know, out an hour before the game. Like yeah. that that's the thing. Totally. No, that's look, I don't I, No, I don't know. Like you don't want to make excuses, but my excuses is one game. It matters the same <laughs> as a win against the Cavs. <laughs> like, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How like how does it work that a player gets pulled an hour before the game? Like he's been, you know, mm-hmm. like interacting with his teammates and mm-hmm. probably, you know, stadium folks and trainers and stuff for hours leading up to this game. Mm-hmm. Right. I hate to sound like a like a radio sports guy. Like, how are you gonna pull a guy an hour before the game? You know? Yeah. But but for real, like if you're thinking about player health and safety, obviously every minute of contact is like increasing chance of transmission if mm-hmm. he does in fact have it mm-hmm. but i do think there's something strange about that like it seems odd that the testing protocol is such that you get tested but then are free to interact with people yes i mean something seems a little off about that absolutely to me. absolutely I, I i kind of have felt like this entire process there have been so many arbitrary rules and i'm not just just talking about the nba like there have been so many things it's like you can do this but you can't do that and the right. <laughs> the ramifications right. of either are exactly the same um right you know it, we're just we're living we're all kind of bumbling around and everybody from leagues to governments to individuals to workplaces are just like yeah i mean come in wear a mask don't do go in your office and uh get tested but go walk around and yeah, I, yeah i'm with you yeah it it's like if you're going to test guys, test them early in the day and then isolate them yeah. until you know the results exactly. and then let them go interact with people. Exactly. Don't be like, take your test and then go hang out with all your friends and then we might yeah. pull you out. Yeah, totally. And I, <laughs> I like I don't want this to mis- be misconstrued to be like we don't care about COVID or something. It's, it's like have some have some consistency. No, have, have some integrity in your system. If you're it, trying to saying. take care of these players, yeah. then, then be serious it. about taking care of them. Don't just go through the motions with it. I know. it is what it feels like to me I agree. to the detriment of players and teams and fans and the whole game experience at times. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's like, is it an exercise in bureaucracy and image or is it actually trying to take care of people? Yeah. And I think yeah, it bounces. I think it bounces between those quite frequently. Yeah. So look, we've danced around it. We're still in the middle of in and out, but obviously Davis is out for four weeks. Yes. That sucks. It does. But we're in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. We don't need to overreact to this. This is you and I talked about it last week. This is the benefit of us talking every, yeah, you know, ten to fourteen days. Is that we don't need to overreact to everything that happens. If we potted right after that game, I would have been freaking out. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, we're gonna be fine. We, we need to have we need to have guys like a Schroeder, especially because I think that that provides us that offensive punch because we clearly have had a tough time without LeBron on the court. And um, I, I think that we're going to talk about some reasons, um, but I think that pr- not having practices is b- uh, biting us a little bit as well as the rest of the yeah. league. I think that I think it's w- a weird um, and I'm sorry, I'm dwelling on this too much, but I think it's like such a weird switch from bubble NBA playoffs and then finals where it was like hyper concentrated. All you do is basketball. You practice all the time. You watch film all the time. It, through the roof shooting percentages like insane competition and then you're ripped out into a regular season that doesn't matter 
where nobody's practicing and everyone's yeah. getting pulled in and out of games like it's just like the the quality of basketball fell through the floor in my opinion and i think it's messing with the players like like in or out uh kcp's recent performance has been because he's playing at playoff speed rather than regular season speed yeah i mean i i almost had in here yeah. i mean i'm in on that i i decided not to include this but i'll throw it in here now like in or out it's time to start bullying kcp again <laughs> I think the big, I think it's the biggest thing is like, it's a, you know, normally these guys, they go to Cancun and they like mellow out and then they build back up again. I think that guys like KCP, he's like thinking so quickly and he's moving so quickly. He's, he's like second, second guessing everything. And he thinks that defenders are going to rotate really hard because that's what they would do to him in the playoffs and all this kind of stuff. And then they just are late. Then the defender's lazy. And then so now KCP is like thought two, three steps ahead of like what they would do in a playoff defense. Right, he's out of rhythm. Yeah, and, and then he pump fakes and the guy's not even there. And it's just like. Yeah, that's the, yeah, he's been doing a lot, a, way weird, too much of that. The weird stuff, but I really, I really think, and I like, I'm, I might be totally off base, but I, I really think that it, part of it is just that like we were in fourth gear, but now we're back in second. And yeah. like KCP just still hasn't downshifted. And right. so his, his rhythm, his tempo is just messed up and it's I, it's playing out the way that's it is. i think that's very fair um i mean look so i think just mm-hmm. the last time we talked it was interesting because you know last time we talked it was like oh we shifted down to this nine-man lineup yeah yeah i know what's going on with wes and and Markeith? i mean how about this man in mm-hmm. or out like thank god we have a deep bench absolutely and a great coach and a great coach. Yes. I mean, if great if, coaching staff, all great, of them, yeah, Lionel right. and, and yep. Kid and mm-hmm. all of them. Because like, imagine if you alien, like if you didn't handle that talk to the nine man rotation and then immediately you lose one of your superstars and they have they both end up back in the rotation and you just alienated them and they're all pissed off. Oh, yeah. To, to, and, I, and, and and thank God we have professional guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, I, I I probably would have said we should have started Caruso last night over Wes. Yes. But what a nice nod to Wes to be like, For sure. hey, you know what? You're a big body. Let's put you mm-hmm. up against Harden. You, we benched you a couple weeks ago, but like you were a starter on the number one record team in the NBA last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Come in and do your, do, your, do your job, you know? like Super lucky. Yeah, and it, I think it's a um, good look. It's a good coaching move, too. F- for sure. You lose a game. So, um, whatever. All right, in or out, mm-hmm. Anta mm-hmm. should be the new presenting sponsor Right, we lost Big Baller Brand, so uh, <laughs> Anta should be the new presenting sponsor of Luke Walton Talks Laker. Now that they Luke Walton Talks Lakers, uh, now that they uh, signed the Caruso goat Alex Caruso to a four-year shoe deal. Well, my my question is, Big Baller Brand had no legal team <laughs> protecting their brand. <laughs> Does Anta? <laughs> they didn't even have anybody protecting their brand from themselves. <laughs> is Anta gonna come after Luke Walton Talks Lakers? Um, I, I don't think so. The only other, well, okay. So first of all, they're a Chinese sports equipment, multinational corporation. Okay. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah. I've I've never heard of them. Have you heard of them? I don't know in what. Yeah. Yeah. So Clay Thompson is also sponsored by them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so I don't know. Uh, oh, they own Arcteryx and. Does Caruso uh, have to Solomon? play in them? Oh, they no, own they're, so- they're Solomon? They're a legit company. Okay, they own yeah, so- Anar- Anar- Solomon. Anarch Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, 
I assume that uh, if they took us to court, it would be an American court. Mm. If we were in Chinese court, then I feel like we could just do whatever <laughs> we want. <laughs> um, but I guess all of this is to say, uh, congrats to Caruso. Yeah. And what an amazing arc this this dude I is know. on. I know. And and here's my little sub in or out, yeah. Luke in or out. Yeah. Does he sign this deal if he's not playing for the Lakers? There you go. No. Any other no team. Way. Any other team. No. No way. This is a hundred percent. Like this is why I actually think maybe he'll he'll take a smaller deal to keep playing with oh, the Lakers. He's going to. And also, can like I think that the rest of the GMs recognize Caruso. I uh, I've heard him referred to as as a force multiplier. He's a guy that mm. takes your advantage and then increases it. He's not a guy that creates the advantage. I like that. So he's got to go to a team that with somebody that's already gonna you know get the ball going like the bucks or something and i mean i think yeah. that those teams are hurting for cap space too so yeah i mean i don't know if everyone saw the sports illustrated uh cover but this dude has gone from like five years ago someone saying who gave the ups driver a jersey <laughs> to signing a four-year shoe deal that's mm-hmm. like you know and, and and being a secret weapon for us so and getting yoked shouts to him <laughs> yeah, becoming Captain America in the process. <laughs> um, all right, Luke, mm. in or out? Mm-hmm. Size doesn't matter. <laughs> out. <laughs> Caruso was not Caruso Goat before he had his steroid picture. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Trez. Size does matter. Yeah, so look, Trez is out on this, and he gave a great quote. He was asked about like yeah. defending oversized guys. And he, he basically said if size mattered, the elephant would be king of the jungle. Man, I forgot about T-Rexes, though. Dude's got bars, man. <laughs> he does. He does got bars, yeah. But what about T-Rexes, That's tech- a T-Rexes, great though? response. It is. What about T-Rexes, though? They're not, that's not, that's prehistoric jungle, man. We don't, okay, okay. we don't, that's yeah. not. Yeah, they, those are on. kings. Those are, um, like, uh, Warlords. satraps, archons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, all right, Luke, last one. Yeah. This one might be a little offensive to the current roster, but okay. uh, in or out, the Lakers squad that played the Nets last night uh-huh. is worse than the 2018-19 Lakers, Oof. which is the, the, the first team, like the team that LeBron first the, joined. The Lonzo, so the Lonzo B.I. Yeah. Nah. Okay. Can I read you that roster real quick? Can yeah, I tell yeah, you? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Just to remind you. Yeah, please. All right. So where, where this is st- in order of... <laughs> Wait. What? what? Okay, okay. Go, go on. I just, this is I in just, order of minutes back to me. This is in order of minutes per game. Yeah. Bron James, yep. Brandon Ingram, yep. Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Rajon Rondo, Reggie Bullock, Josh Hart, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and this is where it goes off the rails. Lance. Jamario Jones, <laughs> JaVale McGee. Alex Caruso, and then I forgot about these guys. Lance Stevenson, yes. Tyson Chandler, Ivica yes. <laughs> Zubots, Mike Muscala. Oh, Mike Muscala. Jonathan Williams. Oh, yeah, Jonathan Williams. Uh, Svee Mikhailuk. This was when we had Beasley on the team. Yeah, Mo Wagner, Isaac Bonga. shoot it all. Yeah, I mean, no, that was, that was pretty awful. Um, I, I, and I love looking back at that time, too, and being like, oh, yeah, we got Svee Mikhailuk. 
<laughs> like no hate. Like he's 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 a lot better now. I can't. Yeah, he uh, and Bonga he, and, he and uh, Bryant are he balling out in Washington. And uh, and yeah, Lance Stevenson started games that year. That's yeah. That's well. This was the up. this was the Andre Ingram season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had like that season. At least had a lot of like really good heartwarming moments. Like Andre Ingram, um, uh, the Beasley stuff was not heartwarming. <laughs> no, no, he came out in his warmups instead of his real shorts that one game. Listen, you and I did a podcast. I think like the day after Thanksgiving with Alex. Uh-huh. That I don't know if we ever actually aired, where. We like it was the game where LeBron hurt his groin and we still beat the Warriors. And you and I were just like on cloud nine because we didn't think LeBron was going to basically miss the entire second half of that season. Oh, yeah. No, we aired it. We aired it. Went on to miss the playoffs. The the title was Are the Lakers Better Than the Warriors Now? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's up. It's up. We should name this one Are the Lakers Better Than the Nets? (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Yes. Yes, uh, they are. They are. That season. So here's the thing. I'm in on this. I actually think that last <laughs> night, I think the team, I think the, the roster we rolled out last night was worse than, no. than that team. Bro, we had Quinn Cook playing like real minutes in this game. No, there, was in time, Quinn Cook there was a point in time there. where our, our lineup on the floor was like Wes, yeah. uh, KCP, mm-hmm. um, uh, Gasol, mm-hmm. Kuzma, and 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 uh, Quinn Cook. Okay, if you put Quinn Cook on that 2018-19 team, he'd be playing real minutes too. I don't That's know. We saying. had yeah. Reggie. I mean, I guess Reggie Bullock was like sixth in total <laughs> minutes on Reggie that team. Bullock, man. Come on, listen to yourself. <laughs> we were so excited for that. Listen to yourself. <laughs> 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 all right fine put some respect on quinn cook's name <laughs> three time the three-time nba champion right there genie deserves a respect quinn cook wants his respect too i want my damn respect too <laughs> hey um yeah. guess what i found at costco the other day <laughs> lakers beer no sincoro tequila oh interesting Genie Which, bus appealing to the masses. Uh, is LeBron going to counter? Because doesn't LeBron have his own tequila? He does, yeah. Uh, Lobos. The Kardashians have a tequila, and they're getting a lot of flack for it. I saw that. I was. I saw I, that. I, then I immediately thought of LeBron and, and Genie. <laughs> <laughs> no one told them. My buddy Ricardo mm-hmm. is is convinced that rum is the next celebrity liquor. That like the, the the tequila train has left the station, mm-hmm. and that it's time to like sign up with Bad Bunny <laughs> it's t- and like it's, t- it's a, time to leave the station know. and get on the boat. Because <laughs> it's rum time, baby. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sail away. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Um. All right, let's let's bring it back. Let's talk about the team. So let's just kind of look at overall record where we stand right now. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll provide a little context when we do. So um, right now, the Lakers are 22 and 8. Uh, I believe we're still second in the West. The Jazz just like don't seem to want to lose games right now, um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've seen what happens to Gobert in the playoffs, so I'm mm-hmm. really not worried about it. 
And we we've, um, we've, haven't we heard this story before? The Jazz. Wow. Yeah. Yes, every every yes. single regular season, we have to do this. Be surprised yes. that they're a good team. Yeah, and then and then we see Gobert get like played off the floor. And to be fair, like I think Conley has really stepped up this year, and they're better than last year, totally. But I still don't think they beat the Nuggets. I mean, it, I mean, look, we beat the Nuggets in five, mm-hmm. and it took seven games for the Nuggets to beat the Jazz. Mm-hmm. So we're fine, you know. Yeah. I would. I'm not intimidated by the Utah Jazz. No. Is anyone? They also Has have one of the ever? worst alignments of. Listen, listen. As Laker fans, we don't have a lot of ground to stand on when it comes to name and location alignment. Mm-hmm. But the yep. Utah Jazz are the absolute worst. Absolute worst. Of that absolute worst. And like, and I does I, anyone in Utah even listen to jazz music? And we can rip on them endlessly because of the actions of their fans some of the worst stuff i've seen said to nba players have come out of their uh what what's their stadium is sponsored by milk got milk stadium (laughs) the stadium of latter-day saints the arena of jesus christ in the arena of latter-day saints and i tried to go there was like a beautiful tabernacle when i was in salt lake and i tried to go they wouldn't let me in i was too unwashed no i um as a very small child i don't even really remember it i got Mm -hmm. to tour the temple in san diego oh nice they they like they were i don't know they just done something they were letting people in i had Mm -hmm. to put little booties on my feet so that you wouldn't wouldn't let me walk in with with real shoes i had to cover my feet does everybody have to do that or just non-mormons I think it was like because they were giving tours, they just like replaced okay. the carpets or something and they didn't want people to mess it up. Okay, gotcha. Um, but it was interesting because from the outside, that's a, it's a stunning, stunning building. And mm. on the inside, it was lots of small rooms, which huh. I found interesting. There was no like gorgeous. Maybe that's why know, they didn't let me in. Stream. They're like, look at the outside. <laughs> you know, I come in. <laughs> so you can admire the building. Um, all right, before we offend all of the LDS <laughs> listeners of this podcast any further. Um, I think they have a sense of humor. I hope. Yeah, I think ours do. I'm Catholic. Um, you can make fun of my religion, too. There you go. Everyone does. Uh, yeah, pretty openly. <laughs> pretty openly. <laughs> I think um, raised Catholic is like a religion in and of itself it as well. It absolutely is. Born again Buddhist. <laughs> raised Catholic, <laughs> born again Buddhist. <laughs> There you go. Um, all right. So we're 22 and eight. Yep. Second in the West. Yep. I, I think, I think still, uh, I didn't realize like the Clippers have also had everybody out for a while. Oh, like really? they had a game where like Beverly and PG and, uh, Kawhi and like someone else were all out. Yeah. PG was um, out for various reasons. a bunch. Um, Oh man, we're, we're really five tight. and two. We're one game. We're like one game difference between the Clippers and Lakers. We're both, uh, we're yeah. two and a half games back from the jazz. They've only lost yeah, five games. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they've been. Nine like game I said, they don't want They don't want to lose games. It's pretty crazy. Um, we're five and two since the last pod. Uh, we played a couple more games than you and I predicted, but you said we'd be undefeated. Uh, yeah. So well, it was going wrong. strong until AD got hurt. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It took us four overtime periods. To beat the to win. Pistons and the Thunder twice. <laughs> we were undefeated. We had like a okay. six-game winning streak. I mean, that, yeah, you're there, right. There's you're no right. asterisk right. on a W. 
You're okay. right. Look, if we had if we had beaten the Nuggets, you would have been correct. So I said yep. that we would be four and one. You said we'd be five and zero oh over yep. that stretch. So I was right. Uh, <laughs> you, I was wrong. On the you, last were gonna, one, okay? you were going to go so, five. You were going to go lower than that though until you heard my. Well, listen. <laughs> considering it took us four overtime periods to win three games against the worst teams in the league, I was. It was I don't think fun, that, that would have been such a bad take it, after all. That the the Laker games this this year, and it was funny. Flea was on Bill Simmons talking about the Lakers, which was really fun too. Um, it, and he he like nailed what I'm experiencing watching these regular season games. He's like, yeah, I was like so in it in the bubble. It was like elite basketball. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then it's like the the regular season hits, and you just start like zoning out. And like you go like do something else while the game's on. He's like, I never do that. I'm like, I don't do that either. And then you're like checking your phone or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, fourth quarter. Okay, tune in. Where it's like it. And I feel like that's how a lot of like casual basketball, you know, fans experience the games. But I also think that the Lakers are doing the same thing (laughs) while playing. Yes. We're just feeding off their energy. Um, Yeah. And then it got it got those overtimes were super fun. But I almost turned it off halfway through the games because it was like this they don't even care i yeah i actually did and i tuned back in for overtime in all of those games like i was like yeah we were like watching something else and Mm -hmm. i checked my phone and was like uh babe can i flip over real quick um so look uh vinay kalawala uh who's like a laker twitter favorite Mm. um had a great point which is that 22 and 8 doesn't sound great for us, yep. at least, I think, yep. for what we would have expected. Davis has missed six games through the first 30 games of this season. Mm-hmm. At this same point last year, he had only missed two. Mm-hmm. And we were only two games better. We were 24 and 6. Mm. And we're 22 and 8. So, actually, considering like the fact that we've had Anthony Davis for four fewer games, yep. um, the fact that in those games we have basically gone like... 500? You know, yeah. Yeah, two and two compared mm-hmm. to last year actually is pretty, pretty yeah. great. Pretty I mean, solid. So I, that's that's the kind of record that I expect without AD, unless LeBron is trying to be playoff LeBron. I expect around 500. Maybe. I don't want him to be. No, no, nobody. He doesn't yeah. want to be either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But to your point, like we just had our ninth practice of the whole freaking season. Yeah. Does, you know, th- I, I, th- I don't think that has sunk in enough. And something that I find incredible is how well we've played defense considering that. Yes. And how poorly I feel like we've played offense, particularly integrating the new guys and, you know, like really leveraging their talents where, you know, sometimes they kind of look like they're lost out there. Sometimes Trez will go off for a big game, but it's kind of hard to keep that captured momentum. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's just not knowing sets. Like you, like how do you, how do you implement like a like a tough offense just on the whiteboard? It's like you know, pin down here, like speed cut over here. You know, swing, swing, get it over. You know, all these things. It's like you gotta walk it. We gotta walk through it and yeah. feel yeah. each other out and stuff. You know, I, I know. I think it's a, I think it's a great point. I mean, look here. Here's the other thing mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty interesting to me. So we're 16th in offensive rating right now, which sounds bad, especially because last time you and I talked, we were eighth. It sounds bad, especially because we have LeBron James on our team. Yeah. The ultimate but, 
offensive rating upper. Let me give you our actual like offensive rating. Yeah. We're 112.1 points per 100 possessions right now. It's a lot of points. Two weeks ago when we were eighth, mm-hmm. our rating was 112.8. Ooh, that is a great stat. We're, we've only dropped 0.7 points per 100 possessions, and that's dropped us eight spots. So what this tells me is that, like, remember, there is a numerator and denominator to all of these equations, right? For sure, for sure. Like, yeah, we have not played great over these last six or so games, right? Mm-hmm. Just obviously the eyeball test is clear. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, actual production, uh, our offense is actually not that much worse. Mm-hmm. That's good. It to just know. means that like there are some other teams out there that are that are overperforming right now for sure, and and really lighting it up, and also probably worse caliber defense across the league. Yeah, and we're still first in defensive rating. It's gone up a little bit. Yeah, because of and losing I, AD. I, do you think is that? Or I'm just, sure yeah. that we're. I would be very surprised if we are still number one in defensive rating when he comes back. Yeah, I agree. Right, just like mm-hmm. I, I, that would kind of shock me. Mm-hmm. We're still fourth in net rating though. Um, but like the thing that pissed me off last night was like, you got Reggie Miller out there complimenting the Nets defense Mm -hmm. saying, look at this Nets defense that holding these Lakers to 40 points in, you know, a quarter and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's like, first of all, like they're on pace to to still score like over a hundred points in this game. Also, like they don't have anthony davis or dennis schroeder in this game Mm -hmm. like why are you complimenting them on like holding our like you know essentially like 70 percent squad Mm -hmm. to like still a fairly normal points per game at that point at that point in the game right obviously by the end it was not great but i don't know it's just a weird compliment to give yeah well i mean there's a reason why Reggie Miller doesn't have a ring and Kobe and Shaq do. <laughs> there you go. Um, the one other stat I want to share with you that I think is pretty interesting. Uh, and we've talked about it a little bit, but so we're 19th in three point percentage. Wow. Man, that really fell, didn't it? Yes. So weren't, we up now, near, weren't we up near the top? Like, you know, obviously small sample size, but like first 10, 15 games. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we were seventh. We've dropped from seventh to 19th. What a free fall. We've dropped from basically 30, 37.9% to Mm -hmm. 35.8%. But here's, here's the real crux of it. We're shooting 29% in February, the month of February as a team. We've shot 29% Mm -hmm. from three. THT, Mm -hmm. his percentage in February is like (laughs) 8%. Well. Now that AD is out, I think so is THT. Yeah, because they they can't they can't uh, yeah, you can, handle any mistakes. Yeah, the margin for error is like yeah, you know, and yeah. and like that's a shame because I really like THT getting to figure it out. THT yeah. doesn't shoot a ton of threes though. I feel like he also THT has had a problem um, with finishing with both hands, and I think that hmm. the league has wisened up. You know how he does those cool little flip shots, like flick wrist stuff? Yeah. Because he's not very ambidextrous. He ends up doing harder things. I think it's, I think he's right-handed. He ends up doing harder things with his right to like flip it against the backboard instead of just easily finishing left. 
So his fundamentals aren't all there, and I think that it hit the scouting report, and I think it's very much negatively affecting how he's playing, which is a good thing okay. long-term. It's a bad thing short-term, but a very good thing long-term. Yeah. It's like, you know... That's interesting. Getting the bat, like, the, like a new hitter in the MLB baseball. How dare you? How they dare finally you? learn how to pitch him. <laughs> um... I mean, this 29% is frustrating because we shot 37% in January and we shot 41.6% in December. That was only like a few games, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't really count. But yeah, but I do think I think it proves out the fact that this team can be a good shooting team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like the, you know, well, look here. Here's the here's the problem is that like, yeah, over the remainder of the season, Right. Our average will probably come up and we'll probably shoot somewhere in like the, you know, 34, 35% as a team range. Right. It's too low. Well, but the real problem is that, as you and I know, mm-hmm. in individual playoff games, your season average doesn't really mean no, like anything. No. Because like it, it's not the average that matters. It's however well you shoot that night. Yep. Right. And unfortunately, the team is proving right now that they can also be a really shitty three-point shooting team this is true if they're out of rhythm then again i feel like in december they were getting a lot more open looks and in rhythm looks than they are right now yeah yeah and i feel like in the playoffs having lebron and ad playing up to everything that they can do and playing more minutes. I think that this is... Get, we talked about this yeah, in the playoffs true. last year. That's true. <laughs> where we were, talking, we were joking about um, like our offensive rating and all this kind of stuff in the playoffs. And then we, we kind of dawned on both of us. It's like, oh, LeBron and AD could play more if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> if they yeah. did, those numbers would go yeah. up. And I think that's yeah. a little bit of what we're seeing here too. That, that's a... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great point. Just one other thing I, 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 I noticed. Someone, yeah. I think... I think Jovan Buha with the athletic was reporting on this, but um, Alex Crusoe has like zero mid range, mid range game. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed this. I have noticed this. But it's yes. kind of like the THC thing. Like his shooting percentage, like between layups and three pointers is like <laughs> abysmal. Really? So he I've just, only noticed he, I think it's the worst in the league. No I actually way. think it's the worst in the league from like, from like between three to you know the three mm-hmm. point line three mm-hmm. three feet out whatever um so he just doesn't shoot mid-range shots it's actually pretty funny he only does it if it's like the end of the shot clock uh-huh. and he just has to like get it up to not have a have a um turnover um but it'll be interesting to see i mean i i do think that like things like that and what you just explained about tht mm-hmm. um are the reasons why we don't necessarily always see these guys getting huge minutes yeah because right? it ends up being kind of matchup dependent like if caruso if, if there's enough offense on the floor and caruso is like a massive plus on the defensive end and mm-hmm. you can totally make up for that by asking him to just be like a spot-up guy for sure right and, and it's like the same thing about what kind of defense are they showing like if you're playing a, a drop coverage team with a great rim protector like say say the jazz like gobert you have a like fairly I mean, like say Jamal Murray's on Caruso. So you have good perimeter speed and then a solid, or you know, I'm sorry, that was the Nuggets. But um, God. Donovan uh, Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Thank you. Donovan Mitchell probably wouldn't guard Caruso though. Conley. So, okay, whatever. So say that he, say that 
Conley is playing Caruso really tight and he's not fast enough to stop Caruso from going around him, but he's, he's like persistent enough as a defender. He's, he's a very capable defender um, to protect against the three point line. Caruso gets past Conley and Gobert is there in the paint. Caruso would have to shoot a mid range if he wants to be productive on the offensive side. So theoretically against the jazz, that would be a really bad matchup for Caruso because in that drop yeah. coverage situation, he couldn't get to the rim. And yeah, his game with would have to be spot up threes or cutting to the rim like back cuts. Yeah. But that would be a, that'd be a great situation for uh Schroeder or KCP. Yeah. Or yeah, LeBron for sure. or AD. For sure. <laughs> so. Um all right. So let's let's just l- walk through the games we played mm-hmm. since the last time we talked. Mm-hmm. We've alluded to them almost all of them at this point. Uh but let me just walk through them and let me know if there's anything you want to call out. Um, so we beat the Pistons. It took us two overtime periods. Really frustrating. Um, then we beat the Thunder back to back. It took overtime in both games. <laughs> that was crazy. Very, that very back to back overtime games against the same team in the same arena. That was that was something. It felt like deja vu. I, I had to kind of check the DVR and make sure I was watching the right game. Yeah, I didn't want to. I was like, I think the ESPN app is glitching out right now. And it's like, <laughs> telling me they're wrong. Um, then uh, we got a win against the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by a loss at the Nuggets. And this, uh, I don't know. I, the, this Nuggets game was... I mean, obviously, like AD went out, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's a the, huge the, bummer. And but the team was so bummed when AD went out, and I think that the team yeah. was worried it was Achilles. Just fell so, off. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Momentum. Um, thankfully, we had a rebound with the T Wolves. Well, like it was kind of close, which was embarrassing because they're the T Wolves, man. But but yeah. we still got it done. Yeah, we got it done. Um, why, and then we had this loss against. Why the Nets did the T Wolves stop night? going to Carl Anthony Towns? Like Carl Anthony Downs is doing a really great job in the first half, and then they're like, mm, "That's enough." Are they, dude? Is it just I a don't, tank? Move? I don't know. <laughs> What's it? Teams, teams seem to just do that sometimes. It's like, okay, well, it's really we don't want to just do one thing, and then they stop doing the thing that works. No, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything in particular about these games that you think is interesting or worth noting? Uh. I I like seeing the Schroeder Trez chemistry. We were talking about that before mm. the season. I like seeing some okay. of that. I'm excited. I was hoping okay. to see a lot of that against the Nets because they had such a porous defense. I thought we were going to get some good pick and roll there between those two guys. I think that ultimately Caruso is a better nod for the starting job, but just because of that thing I was talking about with the multiplier effect. Um, and you know, I think that Schroeder will stay the starting point guard, and I still think he's a great starting point guard the, the numbers bear out like that five-man lineup is one of the best in the league so um but yeah i just i want to see see Schroeder get some more burn with the bench i think that i think that it works i think it's just a fast yeah. it's a fast bench lineup which i like remember like the uh, 2009 2010 lakers with their bench it was just like a totally different style of play where it went from like kind of slow methodical you know, Derek Fisher, Kobe the, Bryant working it, and then Farmer. Is that the Killer and, Bees? 
No, that was later. That was later. That was later. That was later. This that is was like later. the Farmar Vujicic, like Farmar Vujicic, you know, at yeah. Odom. They were, it was just like fast, long, you know, like in your face. Not Adam Morrison. <laughs> All right, that man. He won a ring, man. He can't can't complain. Luke Walton. Yeah, two rings. Um, you are we on Schroeder watch now in terms of an extension? I think we are. I think it was think February 16th. Uh, yeah, was the, I think you're right. I think you're right. Now, he's now eligible for extension. That's a good point. I, I really hope we... I mean, I don't want to overpay. I don't want to like... I don't want to give him the Tati's junior treatment. But yeah, like... But, but we're kind, I think we're going to. Because yeah, how are we so going to get a guy like him? Like yeah. somebody that's that talented? We, we've seen how good he is defensively. He, like he's Which way is a surprise. Exceeded. It's not it something is. we expected coming into the season. But it also makes sense playing with AD. Like just how we were talking about force multiplier with uh, Caruso. One of the biggest things that I think AD has been slept on this entire season and his entire career really is his defense. And like yes. watch watch his uh, NCAA championship highlights. It's like all defensive highlights. He, yeah, he, it's he all blocks. He, he, he like, just blocking everything. He scored everything like fourteen right. points, but yeah, they wouldn't have won that game without him. So no, it was yeah, hundred percent. He he's he's like one of those guys that teaches you the beauty of that side of the the game, and um and I think that the combine combination of having him as the anchor, Frank Vogel as the coach, I feel like that brings the best out of somebody like Schroeder, who's just a dog. He's ready for it. So yeah, yeah. we got to resign him, man. That's a great point. Um, all right. So upcoming games. Look, there's only seven games left on the schedule, which That's is kind of crazy. Nuts. And then and then all star game. Or what? I guess, and then they're going to put out the rest of the schedule. I, I don't do you actually. Do think they're going to do an All Star game? Do you think that's like? I mean, they're still saying that they're going to. They're still, and it's the, weird. It's like a bubble. Players have to fly themselves to the game, like a commercially or something, and like they have to dig like a seven thirty seven max on over and. No, 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 no! It's like they have to like fly private. Like they have to like charter. They have to like. I don't know if teams are going to help do. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to be speaking out of turn here, but it's, there's a lot is of. Is Luca making enough money to do that? He's on a rookie deal. Well, the the Mavs will fly him in the okay, private okay, jet. Okay, okay. You know, Mark Cuban will take him. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Shark Tank I, Express. I don't get why. I mean, you and I talked about this last time. I, I mean, aside from money, aside from just like sponsorships yeah. and stuff, I don't know why you play this game. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. You can still have all stars and not have an all star game. Yep. You can still say here were the here were the 2020 2021 all stars. Is anybody really clamoring for it? It sounds fun, but is anybody like I wouldn't be disappointed. It just like it seems perfectly reasonable. If you're holding guys out for games, like why? Yeah, why fly and, everyone and like like place? Mayor Bottoms in Atlanta has already said like sorry, we're not letting people come to this. Good. You know, I think they thought maybe they were like going to do it in a place where they'd let some people come in because I think Atlanta has had some fans okay. in the arena. Yeah. And she just said, nope, <laughs> not for this. Yeah, it just seems weird. So I guess I, I'm assuming that's what will happen after these games are over. It would be so great to know what we have coming, but I guess there are so there have been like COVID cancellations and stuff. So I got to figure that out, right? I mean, f- there was a report today by, uh, Zach Lowe and and Woj, um, that the league is hell bent on getting every team to seventy two games. 
and that they've basically said we won't make you play four and five, Oof. but we might make you play back to back to backs. Just and like just rest, we're gonna, just rest your guys. Yeah, protest it. That's like a G League game, man. I would, yeah, I would have I my two A players. They'd start. Well, look. Here's the thing. This is not a problem for the Lakers because we haven't missed, haven't any missed games. a game. Yeah. Now the the problem though, and the thing that the league doesn't have an answer for yet is what happens if there are missed games in the second half of the mm-hmm. season. So if you already have a, a for a team like the Wizards that's like played like six or seven less games than than the Lakers. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. Or I don't know if it's exactly that, but but there are some teams mm-hmm. that have played like five to six less games than mm-hmm. than other teams. Those teams are already going to have a condensed schedule. If those teams then miss additional games, like basically it seems like the league's first principles are we will not move the finals or the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They are going to happen on schedule and that's not up for debate because they don't want to compete with football or the Olympics. Olympics, or man. Can't right? compete with the Olympics. Yeah. Their second first principle seems to be every team is going to play 72 games. So I think if they get to a point where like the only way to play 72 games is to delay the playoffs and the finals, then then that is the point at which they'll say, OK, fine, we're not going to play 72 games for every team. Yeah. Um, now, look, I think they've given themselves some room here be- mm-hmm. because of the play in scenario. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right. The play in scenario, I think, was a very smart way of them kind of like making it so that if a team doesn't play the same number of games, they still have a chance to get in real quick in or out on that. Because there's a play-in, would you rather be number two in the West? Do you remember? Do you remember um, how fired up the Trailblazers yeah. were? Yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. Uh, like you, you have to beat the the champion of the losers. We were like <laughs> we're like full on momentum. Like we got Ready, this. We're unlike, really feeling it. Unlike a normal eighth seed that's like limping into the playoffs. Like okay, whatever. Let's lose this. I feel like you it's know, just a different I, mentality. I think that that I mean is a very fair point, especially because I I, I do think that this season, it's perfectly reasonable to assume <laughs> that like the seventh or eighth team won't be the seventh or eighth best team. They could be like the third or fourth best team. But because of COVID protocols or delayed games or just weird circumstances have lost some games or missed some guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a chance that there's a team that's eighth in the West, mm-hmm. not because they barely made the playoffs because they're not good, mm-hmm. but because like a significant player missed time or something like that. Speaking you know, of which, let me, let me hit you with this. There's a half game separating the Nuggets and the Warriors. Half game. Who'd you rather yeah. play? So, I mean, the, yeah. the Warriors. Yeah. I want to but, play Kelly but, Oubre in the first round. Yeah, but if playoffs. they, but if they, but you're right. If they, if they play tomorrow Say, and the Warriors win, Jokic then, gets COVID, he's out for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is exactly my point is, is like, there's a good chance that like the standings could actually end up being pretty irregular. I saw something on Twitter because COVID has been so rampant in the NBA that they're approaching herd immunity. I think it's a joke. Yeah, I don't believe. Okay, okay. I was gonna say I don't believe that, but has it? I mean, it, I feel like it's been rampant on like a couple teams. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's been rampant on a couple. Teams. Like we know which teams like share drinks. That's that's what we figured <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. 
or or share other uh or touch things. microphones go bear or touch microphones you know or, or or passing a certain something back and forth from yeah person to person bubble you know? to bubble uh yeah um so anyways we've got we only have seven games left on the schedule crazy five home games yep. one back to back we're staying pretty close to home this whole trip which is cool That's the good. furthest we go is uh salt lake cool so well actually yeah, yeah the first we go to salt lake so cool. we're home for the heat home for the wizards at jazz home for the blazers home for the warriors home for the suns and then at the kangs in Sacktown. Uh, and that will round out sort of the first portion of this season so seven games five at home uh-huh. we don't have ad for any of this mm-hmm. what do you think what do you what do you think where do we think we're gonna be i'm going four and three i don't feel good about it but we have not had a very good record at home as true i mean and even some of these wins pistons thunder thunder tight ones we're tough at home <laughs> Yep. And uh, we're going to be playing some teams that want to beat us. The Heat, specifically, they want revenge. They're getting better. Yep. yep. They're looking a lot better. They had some personnel issues with COVID and stuff. Um, Jazz clearly want to beat the Lakers um, because yep. they, you know, they want to prove that they're a contender. And then uh, Blazers the are Blazers always sneaky. Man. Always want to beat the Lakers. They're always sneaky, man. <laughs> they are. So yeah, and the Suns are good. The Suns are good, and the, and the are Kings good. have been struggling of late. But the Kings can be feisty, dude. And they they finally figured out a closing lineup. Like they they actually have like like I think that a big big part of it was figuring out like who who can actually finish a game, which is tough with young players. <laughs> you know, like like we saw that so much with the with the kids with the yeah. Lakers, where it was like, hey, yeah, these guys are talented, they're really good, but they're still going to win a game like that's yeah. LeBron's and you know Dame Lillard like Steph Curry it's like it's winning time they do it um, yeah they finally kind of figured it out yeah and Fox is I'm, I'm, stepped up I'm with you I think 4 and 3 yep I think that we are 26 and 11 I hope we're wrong in a good way <laughs> <laughs> I hope we lose them all no yeah. Um, yeah I mean of course I mean I, I hope we I hope we there is absolutely like Mm-hmm. a rotation of these guys that can be like a solid team that can go oh, yeah. five and two through this set of teams. Oh yeah. I just don't know if the way they're shooting right now. I think that, that this practice is going to help. I think this practice is going to help because they, they're going to, they're going to practice with these lineups in mind. They're going to run with these guys. They're going to get some chemistry, figure out some sets. I think it's going to really help. And we might be surprised depending upon when shooter comes back. Also a hundred percent. We, I right. don't, if I, this is an extended yeah. absence, then everything kind of goes We're out gonna, the window. Yeah, I would, I would invert it. I'd go three and four. Yeah. And yeah, four and three without shooter, at least. <sighs> no, I can't, I can't go lower, that much lower than 500 with LeBron on the team. I don't think he'd let that happen. He knows the pace of the season. He, he knows, like, you know, like if we slip to three, no big deal. Like if if we fall behind the Clippers, Jazz Clippers, Lakers, if we slipped to four and now all of a sudden we're in this like awful mess, it's like the pretty much like right. four well, through one eight game is, can drop you to the yeah. yeah one game could drop you to eighth exactly. LeBron's not gonna let that happen. Yeah, he, LeBron himself could beat any of these teams. I truly believe it <laughs> if he just really wanted to. Um, so that's not gonna happen. 
Book All it. Right. Book it. You heard it here. Bet it. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever said that, by the way? Is that, a, is that a thing that people say? I've said bet, but not That's bet what, it. No, no. So remember that there was that moment where, like, like LeBron, like, shot the ball and then before it went in, turned to Schroeder and said, bet it. He said bet it? It's cause he said he's, bet it. It's because he's an old millennial. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how he's supposed to talk to these youths. You should have just said bet. Bet. Now that's cool. Bet it. I think that's bet not cool. would be cool. No, yeah. bet it's not cool. Bet it is how is what you say. Bet. Like, but the, the, the bet is got bet is a weird slang word. There's like, I've I've tried to explain it to people, but it's like I can only really explain it by usage. My guitar students um, have like taught it to me pretty well. Uh, but yeah, you should have just said bet. So, Luke, yeah. when are you getting the center part and like buying some flare pants? Dude, I rock the center part all the time. That's true. You ro- I, have, I have a picture in front of me of you rocking the center part of my wedding. Flare pants? I have some flare Skinny pants. Skinny jeans are out. <laughs> no, I have some flare pants. I have, I have flare pants that have got like a zebra felt on the bottom. Yeah, you disco pants. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, like, um, I'd be into getting some more flare pants. Uh, can just I, no can one I sees me. An, I never leave the house. Yeah. Can I give you an in or out real quick? Yeah, hit me. Luke, in or out? Someone who is 40 years old today yeah. is a millennial. Out. Nathan Fielder. Yeah. How I'm old out. Is I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, have you seen Nathan for you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, Nathan Fielder uh, had a whole podcast about how has his struggles as a millennial because he, <laughs> he was born in 1983, which is apparently the cutoff. He's 30. Yeah. He's 37. So yeah. He's like, he's like, yes, as a millennial, I have to deal with these issues. <laughs> so good. But yeah, no, they're, they're not, they're not. But uh, no. yeah, I mean, even like considering LeBron a millennial is weird because the way he uses emojis and stuff, but. He's just he's he's Gen X, man. Is that what I'm saying? Well, no, I would say I think his emoji usage is indicative of him being a millennial. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's all about that crying, laughing face. Yeah, yeah and, that's fair. You know. No, he's just like not. He just doesn't seem. <laughs> he seems he like uses a, it like an old man. <laughs> he does. He seems like a guy that, you know, like he was like, and this is true. He was like several years into his career before Twitter was invented. Bro, there's a really famous picture of him with like a flip phone at the dunk contest. <laughs> yeah, man. With like a camcorder, you know, with, with what? What was what's the D Wade with a camcorder? Next sorry, to him. we we gotta close this up. But what, what was what's the texting T nine right T nine T nine yeah fire fire away yo what up Wash King yeah I bet I bet he was fire. But he was fired. Have you seen LeBron's uh, toes? No. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. Everyone, everyone of our he listeners. Some, like, <laughs> he got some like hammer toe yeah, going I, on? Yeah. I want to thank all of our followers and invite <laughs> you to subscribe to our podcast. How are you going to drop that on as, us at the end like this? As well as Google LeBron's feet. Oh, there is a reason why he's able to cut in the paint. And it's, it's not pretty. <laughs> Please follow us on social media at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. You'll get you get all this and more. 
<laughs> Never miss Anta, a pod. Hit us up for <laughs> Anta, hit us up for sponsorship opportunities. And if you don't, we'll do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jiggle. See you, buddy. See you, man.